Beer Fridge Podcast, hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast, real beer, real breweries, real opinions, as always, wherever you listen to this episode, episode, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding-a-ling-a-ling to be notified of all the latest episodes, you can show your support for the podcast by giving us a five-star rating or heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast and become a patron of the podcast and get exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well. If you haven't already checked out our new series called The Approval is now live, our fortnightly episode of back-to-back beer reviews. Uh, go and check that out. Last one we did um, with four, <coughs> three, good, three good beers and one shite beer. Go and have a listen to those beers and figure out what you should what you should be drinking and what you shouldn't be drinking. Uh, as always, my name is Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got MD, I've got Scotty Too Hutty, and I've got Callum. Hello, boys. Hello, hello. This is Evening. a fucking good one. <laughs> <And> tonight we're <laughs> joined by James, by Gav's absolute chub fest overtone. How are you doing, James? I'm very good, thanks. Very good. Uh, glad, glad to be on. Looking no. forward to it. Uh, Gav has been absolutely buzzing this for since we basically put it in the diary. So, um, <laughs> I nearly, uh, I ne- uh, so I was, I, I was sad act enough to get my overtone glass, my overtone, overtone t-shirt, and I forgot to, that my overtone poster is in the back of the van. I've let myself do that a wee bit. I'm not gonna lie. So I. Sorry, you've still got your overtone tattoo in that, so that's fine. Yes, mm. right, right bum cheek, right cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, The future holds. But no, I'm looking forward to this. Sorry, Mark. Um, That's fine. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Is that you done? Is that you done? I'm I'm quite happy. Well, I'm always happy just to like pass Gav's excitement over. Um, Apologies. Um, As normal, we will go around the virtual tables. This is the second time we've had Wolverton on. So, uh, looking forward to this once again, but we'll go around the virtual table and kick things off to see what we're drinking this fine even- evening. I am on brand, uh, so we'll start off with the boys uh, and see what you're starting us off this evening. MD, what you got? Oh, can, you, can you go down somewhere else? Because I'm mid, ah. like, proper... Fair enough. Um, I'll, I'll, do, I'll, I'll, I'll get the vibrato back out. Callum! Okay, so um, I mentioned the other week there that I was looking for beer in Cornwall and um, managed to stumble across um, a lager called Corif um, by St Austell Brewery. Um, so I'm drinking one of those just now, 4.8% and it's absolutely delicious. For a first beer it's ice cold out the fridge. Um, it's probably not as crisp as I would as I would like but it's got a lovely sort of herby floral um, note to it. Um, a wee bit of sort of lemony sweetness as well. Um, so it's got six, that kind of, Was that that six pack you put in the yeah, gift yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it's got a kind of Rattler vibe about it. You know, that kind of sweet edge, almost shandy like, but not not like sickly. It's, yeah. it's still got that sort of malty um, backbone there. Um, but it's absolutely delicious. It's going down a storm. So, and I would definitely recommend it. Very nice. Gilroy? Um, so, I'm having another one of Mashley's um, <laughs> attempts. Uh, so, this is Jordan from uh, Mash Gang's um, Infinity Pool. This is a 2.5, 2.7% mm-hmm. um, table uh, effort. So this has got the 
the, what I remember, I think this is the alcoholic or the 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 lilt yes. shandy stuff. Yes. That's right. Um, I, so yep. this is grapefruit with an ever so slight hint of chili plus lime plus goodness knows what else in it. But it's an excellent combination. It does have that kind of slight pininess, a wee bit of heat, um, which he mentioned gives a bit of kind of just a bit of depth of flavour to something that's a wee bit like an alcohol, which is really really tasty. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It, it's proper it's, it's proper stuff and he, he definitely knows what he's doing so that was my last can of the, the kind of low stuff from um, Mash Gang I've got a couple of got a few of the um, rice laggers left for when I'm unfortunately having to drive um, but mm-hmm. I'll take them with me when there's the time is right trying to keep them goes a, a, a shocker so when you're looking for something at lunchtime, you're like, well, that's only 0.5%. I know, mate, I did that. I genuinely did that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, ah, I could have a mash gang for my lunch. That's fine. That's acceptable. Uh, and then that's mm. that's a slippery slope before you start on the Well, it's only for you get back to a, a, a previous uh, hire we had at work, which was um, turned up at the lunch break with a can uh, of Strongbow Dark Fruits and said, mm. uh, it's all right, it's only 4%. <laughs> <laughs> So, what? Um, but it's so crisp with him. Everything he does is incredible. And I, what he did, been keeping that one back and looking for the perfect opportunity. And tonight to start off, it was ideal because I think the only overtone stuff I've got left is heavy, heavy hitting. So, and that's how we do it. That's how we like it. sessionable overtone <laughs> stuff. So, um, I, I figure if I start with 2.7, I can then die. You're balancing it out with an 8% or something. Exactly. Correct. Go to eight, three, twelve. Perfect. Yeah. Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. Sorry, big check. You know, MD. Um. So I, I pre-podcast beer was an Isle of Sky um, blonde, uh, like pale ale or um, ale, delicious, um, really easy drinking. Um, I'm just mentioning it because I think it's um, like a perfect representation of a style of beer. And really easy um, for a 500 mil bottle. It went down while we were having IT and technical issues really easily. So um, <laughs> that's that's all you really need to say on that. Um, I've stepped the game up a little bit here. Um, not on uh, um, Isle of Sky, but I've got the kernel and a vated porter. Um, so this is a 7.2% um, vated porter that has been fermented in a fodder for nine months as per the original 19th century recipe and to be honest with you as soon as the the beak got this this is why i kind of passed the buck <laughs> early doors was to be honest because it just like out the bottle it was like dark chocolate that sort of um proper like it had a sort of sweet chocolatey vibe to it um but as soon as it touches your lips, it is like pure, like red wine, fruity. Um, it's got a slight acidity to it that I'm not adverse to, put it that way. But it still has this sort of dark chocolate vibe that kind of like sm- like smoothness that goes through it. It is the bollocks. It is unbelievable. And at 7.2%, it feel, I feel like it's got... It's got enough weight to it, as in, like, you get a little bit of the ABV. Aye. But it's just, um, 
It's just a, just a wicked, wicked beer, to be honest with you. So, Sounds um, good. Yeah. Sounds good. James, what you just finished? Uh, I've just finished a can of Ouija. Um, I think it's our fifth or sixth incarnation of Ouija. Uh, for those people who don't know about it, it's a 5.5 New England-style IPA. We've used different hops uh, throughout the brewing of it. We've used Mosaic, Azaka, El Dorado, Brew One, Citra, Simcoe. Yeah, we've kept them all, all the same pretty much throughout, but we've, we've used different hops. The, the latest version is Mosaic, Azaka, El Dorado, Brew One. And it just uh, as a smashable beer, I love it. It's uh, You can put it down in pints, stick it down in cans. It's just, uh, yeah, we've actually, we've actually brought the price down of it uh, as a kind of, as a loss leader type product um, since since the last release. And it's just, uh, the can went into it. I know we were having a few IT things, which I, I'd imagine they, they were, they were fucking, they were my fault. Uh, I don't know how, but they were, they were my fault. Um, I just, I just attract them. There's just little gremlins running about and they're just attracted. <laughs> and, and the Ouija just, just, they just went in a treat. So I've just opened a can of the, the, the North collab that we've done. Uh, called Cold in the North, and it's a cold IPA. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with the style. I certainly wasn't. No. I'd had I'd had one cold IPA, and I'd pour it in the sink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name and shame who it was by. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, no. A brewery uh, can't but, do it. We can do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. To, I don't. I don't want to make any enemies in that. But but I, so I was. I was massively sceptical as to what this product was going to bring. Obviously, it was yeah. brewed by North Brewing and they're, they're fucking legends. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's like a thin body, crystal clear, so like a bright beer, but with the same hop content as we'd hop something like a Southern Hemisphere or a Northern Hemisphere or a Janis. Uh, so you get this waft, big, big hop aroma from it, but it, it's, it's got the mouthfeel of a fucking an IPL. Uh, it's, it's a cracker it's what uh, Idaho 7 Cryo and the Standard Pellets Simcoe Citra Centennial so it's got a little bit of kind of West Coast vibe about it I had, I had a can last week and it's oh, it's so easy to drink you don't even you don't even kind of notice it you don't get kind of bagged up by it it's just like kind of putting away a, like, like a cask paleo or something um, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, yeah yeah it's a, it's a cracker beer Right, so I've had the I've just finished the Ouija. Ouija for me, awesome beer, love it, absolutely love it. Anytime it comes out, buying it. Mm. Me and Miguel have said many times if uh, Overton ever do a cold range Ouija number one, get it on cast, get it on keg, whatever. It's an awesome beer. Um, it's light, it's sessionable, it's crisp, it's smooth, it's slightly hoppy. Bah, love it. Um, just opened the the cold in the north. Mm. That's mental, by the way. That is madness, and I can. Um, it's it looks like a lager. It looks like a pilsner. Mouthfeel of a nipa, and then and then it's like, oh, there's a bit of bitterness. There's a wee westy in the back of back. Of, it just like it evolves. I've only had one mouthful, but it just it like changes like if, it, as it goes through. It's just mental, but We're in gonna- a good way. We're gonna to have to have you like fucking like with a nappy or something on because like you're gonna have oh, wet that mate. seat the way you're talking. Like God, I genuinely. See, on, you it does it, sound. You, you honestly see on the nose. It's it's all those like it's tropical like flavors you expect from a, a New England, right? 
and it looks like a pilsner, like it's my camera's fucking melody. Um, it's clear as fuck. And we can see it. We can see it in Jamesy's. Looks much yeah. better. <laughs> my, my camera's like my try to be artsy fartsy with the V with the decor now because I've got a garage. And, and uh, no one up, else can see though. Nobody else fine. can see, but I can see it, and that's all <laughs> that matters to me. That's all it matters. It's like to one me. of the hostage videos. Like you know what? It kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> it kind of does. It really actually does. Now that you've said that with all the brick in that, I should be like, ah, oh, please, please send ten ten thousand dollars. Every every podcast Gav starts with a picture of him with the, today's newspaper with <laughs> like a hostage sign up. <laughs> I've got to admit though, this beer, everything you're saying sounds exactly what I want to drink in summertime. Like uh, it's it sounds summertime, like a summertime, summertime and I can genuinely Mark, this is this is more West Coast than fucking half the West Coast you can get in the market. No, not even line. No even line. James, I might be through tomorrow then. <laughs> genuinely not even line. He's a shout, I'm in the brewery. Oh come on. The bitterness after this is mental. It's it, oh, I swear to God, it's better than most of the stuff that we've had this year. Um, that have called themselves West Coasts, and it just, it's just it's just like better. And you're like, well, there you go. Thank you very much. West is best as well. So. I'd love to know the IBUs, but um, I, I I don't know them. I don't. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Centennial brings a, a that kind of traditional kind of West Coast vibe. Um, but uh, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. It, it's dead, dead, dead drinkable. I think, I think the can I had last week, I put it away very quickly just because you keep kind of going back because it, it confuses your brain a little bit. Mm. If you've got this aroma that's just maybe just a little bit spicy, but yes. uh, but with the second you taste it, you just you want to put it back because because it, mm. it shouldn't be six point five percent because it's quite light and there's a little bit of floral kind of note from it. That's but, a thing uh, with overtone beers, though, is it not? Is yeah. it, the drinkability factor is massive, um, and that's. One of many, many uh, plus points when it comes to anything overtone, whether it's a whether it's dark banter and it's an eleven percent stout that should hit you like a train, but goes down quite smoothly and quite easily. by in comparison to others in that kind of abandon at times, um, where and then even like I've just opened the what I found in the back of the fridge, which isn't often I leave something good no, no. in the back of the fridge, but I've opened a night at the disco, um, Tipper, so. Yeah, definitely glad I started with the two point seven percent because uh, that's 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 easier going. Um, but I, it's just a, it goes everything goes down far too easy. So I can imagine that something of that, even a brand new style, it's just it, yes, well, the the drinkability factor is incredible. What what is it styled at? Like what is it like getting sort of marketed as in terms of style, or is it just overtones new beer? Cool. Cold, cold IPA. Yeah, cold, cold IPA is the, the, the style. I didn't, I didn't know much about it. Um, in fact, I, I was up at Fierce on Friday. I don't know whether I can say this. I, I might as well say it. Uh, they'd released, we'd released our beer last week, and they'd literally brewed a cold IPA with another collaboration with another brewery based in the north, mm. uh, and it was a cold IPA, but it's a double version, Ooh. and they were raging because. They had agreed to a name that was pretty much fucking bang on the same as what we'd agreed to. But we'd already released the beer and they just brewed it, so they were still able to change the name. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. I can't, I can't wait actually to, to try. That would be a good, a good kind of like comparison. Yeah, 
I said, why did they change it? Why did why change the name? Because like, oh, you've done it. And I was like, come on. You know, if, if it's the same style and it's, go for it, you know, right? north versus south, if you like, then I don't know, why not? Why not? I love the fact that it's like people are kind of thinking outside the box. Like, I, like cold IPA, I, whether there's a, a, a history of this particular style of beer, I do not know. And I well, might do a wee bit of research about it. But the fact that, you know, let's be honest, like four incredible breweries in between the North and the South have decided like, oh yeah, let's put our heads together and come up with this. Yeah. Um, and to come up with it quite like close by each other, I think is really cool. And let's be honest, if, if this beer is, is half as good as what you're saying, like there's going to be replicas of this style of beer. Like Mark, all over it's, the it's fucking, I, I it's know, singing, Gav, I it's know. singing for your hymn sheet, big man. <laughs> It is I'm, singing for your hymn sheet. The, the reason I'm playing it down is so that I, the listeners know is I was supposed to pick beer up, but with everything else that's been going on... With, You're raging, aren't you? I am. You're raging. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing it down in my head so that... Don't know what I'm kidding, Johnny. Couldn't you be arsed? I wish. Well, you got the, you had the exact same opportunity, my man. Pure I, I can't even take... I didn't even get the chance to go uh, to the toilet. No, uh, fucking... Yeah, it is. Here it comes. Me, Violet. Uh, well, it's been uh, over a year since we've had Overtone on the podcast. Last was February last year. Yeah. Off the top of my head. And I think the last time we bumped into you, James, was at Rook and Glen Park. Yeah. Um, at the Glasgow Craft Beer and Food Truck Festival. That went well. Fucking. <laughs> 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 it was an experience. Fucking um, hell. Yeah. Uh, the, sad, the saddest point. From my of of my day on this Sunday, the second day, whatever the second day was, Sunday. um, Sunday was having to jump in a taxi, and I had a foot, I had like pretty much three quarters of a pint of uh three eight o, and the boy was like, "You can't bring that in the taxi." I was like, "You're having a laugh." <laughs> I was like, "I've just spent ten quid on a pint of three eight o, and you're telling me I can't bring it in the motor." So I'm trying to. I'd like I'm <laughs> chugging as much as I could. I was like, this is this is too big for like I can't remember the percentage of three oh, but I was like, Jesus, ten percent. Is it the tupper? Is that is that six three oh? Oh, six three oh, six three oh. Sorry, yeah, it was nine percent. It's the biggest tea that we've done. And in I was fact, like, I think it just, it just crosses the bridge. I was like, I can't down this. So I had, I had to leave some. I was so sad. I was so sad that day. To so fuck. Oh, mate. For me, that was a stunning beer. Absolutely loved that beer. Um, James, I mean, for you, like, Overtone, obviously, <clears throat> bringing new beers out every single week. Um, obviously, you're big man, head of sales and stuff. Is it is it hard to keep on top of what's new? I, or is it, or is it, uh, is it, does it make your job actually <laughs> easier? I think, I think there's a, there's a bit, of, bit of kind of both worlds in there. It's quite, I mean, we're, we're we're now at the stage where we're looking at our beers and we're looking at, at what we've brewed before and we're saying, like, we'll rebrew that, we'll rebrew that, we'll rebrew that. Because, of course, the Kayleigh, our marketing girl, marketing lady, is uh, she's she's busy. Mm-hmm. So if you're asking her to design 10 new products each month, you know, and Dan's going to develop and, and and brew 10 new products a month, it's, it's, it's mental, it's, it's kind of too much. Uh, so now we're bringing all the rebrews back in. You look at this week's... Uh, Packaging schedule, we've got a 4.5% stout, uh, prickly pear, raspberry and guava session sour. And check yourself, our check business come back. Yep. And then next week, uh, Boogie Nights 
returns. It's a seven percent passion fruit and vanilla, like a orange star martini, uh, themed sour and pink cashmere. So next week it's rebrews. So we we do we're, we're rebrewing the products people want to see, ah. uh, hopefully, and uh, but still making sure that we can. Was that a, I know when we spoke to Kate, like I said over a year ago, um, <clears throat> and it was like you had a schedule of of, of new stuff. Is that been a, a a newish decision like let's go back and rebrew stuff has that been a has it been a case of look we've, we're doing too much new stuff like we want to get to a point where we're running ideas let's just go back and the stuff that sold well the stuff that people enjoyed that's just like Ouija for example Ouija for me is a stalwart of of overtone anytime it gets brewed I'm, I'm getting it because I know what I'm getting it's an awesome session IPA like I would love to see a four pack in a fucking a supermarket. So you just walk in and grab an overtone four pack. Like, yes, thank you very much. It'll be Ouija, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like for you, was that a decision to 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 start doing rebrews more often? I think with as we get closer and closer to capacity, and we hit capacity last when about last summer. Uh, as we get closer and closer to that, we realised that there was a demand for the products that that we brewed before beers like Oofed. And Biggin and Plur and Jammies were all beers that were like, we need to rebrew these products. We've looked at Last Bus to Yoga. Uh, Explosions to the Cry. Explosions in the Cry, sorry, is coming back soon. I think it's uh, August, maybe, or, or, or July. And we're looking at the products. And like, if you, if, if you know Dan, you'll see when, when he looks at a product and he, he, he looks at it, he's, he's so self critical. Even, even when he's doing things like this, we, we did a. a uh, you can say it online. It was uh, in Malmo, and we had this presentation that him and I done uh, in front of fifty people, and it was a ticket event, and they, they mm-hmm. were all paying quite a lot of quite a lot of cash for it. And it was three hours long. It was, it was fucking mental. And he's he's quite a humble man, but whenever he whenever he brews a product, he always he's always so self critical that when he rebrews it, you'll make little amendments. So whether that's a, a difference in in you know half a degree in mash temperature, yeah. or whether it's changing up his, his dry hop quantities. So when they re when when they rebrew a beer, and I, and I know fuck all about brewing, so please don't ask me any questions <laughs> about mash temperature or dry hops. But but you'll always make tweaks and improvements on it. And sometimes it's to do with colour, sometimes it's to do with body, sometimes it's sweetness, sometimes it's it's, it's aroma. But uh, he does have a, a a habit of of being able to better his his previous product. You, um, you don't but, get to make the the. The level of beer that you like Dan makes on uh, such a consistent scale, like you think about, like we've had, we've had four years of overtone or three and a half or whatever the heck it's been, where we've been like proper diving in deep to every kind of beer that like you guys launch, um, but you don't like the the thing for me is it's consistency. Like you can you know you're going to get a good beer from mm-hmm. overtone and like. Dan, like from a brewing point of view, you don't get that level of consistency without like being critical and then thinking, like there might be there might be this wee bit extra and there might be this little bit extra that I can get out of body or, or what you say. And it's just, and that's just like from a consumer's point of view. I don't know like about the rest of the guys, but that's like music to your ears. Like if uh, if you're I, if you're improving the beer, like come on, yeah. like. Um, that's just wicked. Like when you're talking about like when you talk about overtone and stuff, well, you know me anyway, but 
when you're when you like look at Tone Gav, do you? Nah, I hate them. Fucking shite. Right. Like when you talk about like Last Bus Joker and Oofed and stuff, it's like their beers. Oofed it for me, I think was uh, I had it done as one of the beers of the year I had last year, and um, like to, for Dan to go, ah, oh, I can change, I can maybe tweak that a wee bit, just messes with my head. I'm like, that is mental to think that you can make that any better. I'm like, aye, whatever. Well, for me, it's a it's a win-win situation for 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 the brewer because yeah, it's not as if it's not as if these beers are getting brewed every month. No, do you know what I mean? And it's not a core range, so it's not as if you can say. I mean, the number of people. My, one of my favourite overturn beers has been Vicky's Pet Unicorn. Yeah, and yeah, it always it. it always sticks in my mind as being like the perfect New England, and and being you know one of the best beers of the style that I've ever had, but. That's just a memory, you know. I, I you know, Aye. if I was to, if it was to get Aye. rebrewed and a change, a slight change was to get made, you're, you know, nobody is ever going to is ever going to tra- taste the beer and say, oh, well, that's different to that," you know, because because it's been such a long time. Aye. So so yeah, you're you're yeah. you're buying the name, you're buying the overtone, you're buying Vicky's Pet Unicorn, and as long as it's still great, then people aren't going to, you know, it's not as if you're going to get criticism for changing the recipe. Because, you're not going to get the you know, new Coke. You're not going to get the new Coke thing where it's like right. the, cover, the boy has the same can of cola every day for his entire life, and then when somebody right. takes the recipe, you notice right away or the iron brew. Exactly. Thing. It's not exactly. going to happen because it's you've got so many beers in between, yeah, and so many different variations on like whether it's IPAs or whatever that you're into. If you're into the the, the New England style, like Vicky's Pet Unicorn, isn't the only New England style overtone does? So you've got a million different variables on that if, even if that's the only one you're getting even if that's your style and you always go yeah. with that style and whatever overtone bring it in that style that's what you're going for there's so many variations on that theme that you're not going to pick it up you are going to pick up that it tastes even better than you remember which is Aye. all you can really hope for um social media um has has, has passed this on whether this is common knowledge or not um, and you can, you can feel free and tell me to shut the fuck up. Um, apparently, shut the fuck um, up. Ah, shut up. <laughs> is there is there an overtone tap room in the works? Well, we're looking at it. Um, it's it's part of our strategy moving forward. Is it, you look at all, all of our competition, we've all got tap rooms. Um, myself and and Kaylee and the gaffer, obviously. Have we've now we've now looked at two different sites. The problem with the sites we've looked at is the location is good, but uh, the the issue is just purely licensing based. Um, mm-hmm. So if we had someone on the licensing board who was friendly to the cause, if you know what I mean, if you grant us an on trade license in a small period of time, we'd already have a, a tap room open. Uh, it's part it's part of our strategy moving forward. We talk about it. Weekly, if not daily. Aye. Uh, well, we're looking at areas. We're open to areas. If you know anyone, if anyone's listening that has a pub or a venue that's situated in and around Glasgow, I think would be suitable. We'd love to speak to them. Uh, it's it's such a big part of what we want to do. People want to come to Glasgow to speak to us and 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 drink our beer. And as much as we've got a lot of permanent taps, it's nice to have the support of of lots of like fucking. You know, wicked Glasgow pubs that now have our beer and they pour it on rotation. But, yeah, it's part of our strategy. We want, we want fucking, we want the tap room. Yeah, it's not going to be big. It's not going to be grand. It's going to be a place where 
you know, some seats and lots of taps, pouring our beer and probably some nice guest selections from some of your, some of our pals that have supported us, people like like Vault City and Fierce, who are our, our Scottish pals. Uh, and, and you know what, we'll support them as they've supported us. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, in a word, yes, we're looking at it. Do I know when it'll happen? Fuck knows. <laughs> I, need to, I need some fairies to help us, do you know what I mean? Like, like literally, we're not experts in it, and we're looking at sites, and we're really, really keen to get it up and going. But the, the hiccup, the hurdle, if you like, is is, is getting an on-trade licence for a premises that does not have an existing one. Yeah. That's our, that's our issue. So, uh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. anyone listen, anyone for the council listens, I doubt it. But Hall, sort it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, it. surely it's going to be like you, you would be remiss if you didn't have at least like a, a, a kind of takeaway, like a food truck style, but just with a few taps in it outside a bus stop in Yoker. <laughs> <laughs> just as a just as a, a tour <laughs> a tour venue. But um, I don't know. You should start a, a few people should maybe that. That live kind of close to Glasgow should maybe start camping outside. I'm thinking maybe like you're saying no grand, but like a shillings or something like that. Sitting it camping outside there would be quite good. I can imagine that with a big overtone badge outside. That would be great. Purely because it's fucking a- spitting distance to the train station for me. <laughs> 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 I, I, admittedly, as much as I'd love shilling to be an overtone tap room, I think that's just a little. It's a it's uh, a wee bit just a wee bit out of our budget. Um, it's a bit on the, the and it's, do you know what uh, you know support we've just recently we've got two rotational taps now in Shilling uh, and the team That's there great. diamonds like if you know them uh, it's my yeah, perfect place and, every, and, every, every, we go there every single time it's just it's the perfect venue wise in terms of how close it is it's central you can then go there and decide what you want to do for there or you want to jump the, the subway and go yeah to the, to the West End or whatever it is you want today, you can go and, and that's your meeting place. I'll meet you there because it's dead. It's spitting distance, uh, equidistant between the two stations, Queen Street and uh, Central. You're pretty much there and then you can go and decide what you want to do for there. Then it's also oh, it's great to sight. at the end. I agree. <laughs> so I agree. It's sheer laziness, uh, and, but they are superb. It's a great place. It works. They've, all, they've always got a great, great rotational selection. Uh, it's nice that they've supported us with the two taps now. Um, ah, staff are brilliant. Great, great team of uh, management as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I can't speak higher enough of them. It's uh, uh, yeah. Are, are we going to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're looking at somewhere about forty. You know, we can seat somewhere like thirty to forty people. You know, something, uh, something we. I think yeah, uh, that we the we Vault City place. That's a, that, I'm convinced that's somebody's walk-in wardrobe for the house. <laughs> <that place. laughs> it's starting to get to the point whereby I'll need to lose weight to get in. <laughs> that's how we it is. They need to start putting a, a waist a waist limit for interest. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want a bad mouth Vault City because there are pals, but there's more seats than there's more taps and seats in it. Aye. And and I think as I said, it's not twelve seats and there's twenty four taps. Twenty four so taps, aye. Two taps per seat. Aye. I mean, I, I hope if anyone listen to me and they start bad bad, bad mouth at me, this isn't meant to be offensive, but that's fucking mental. It is mental. <laughs> I don't. I, I actually, it's, it's, I genuinely don't know the last place I've been in that's had twenty four taps. To be fair, for a start, 
Never mind fucking twelve seats, but twenty-four tarts. Jeez, that's just for that 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 place. I'm I'm hundred percent convinced is just for Joe to feel comfortable because he worked in a, the, the the place he worked in for Stuart in the, <laughs> the was, was a cupboard as well. <laughs> is that Joe Joe Cookshank? Yeah, aye. yeah, aye. That was he, a, that he's was an absolute diamond, Joe. Like, I want him a band word said against him. Like no, uh, he's an absolute no. fucking diamond of a lad. He's absolutely yeah. no no yeah, bad words yeah. on Joe will be said on this podcast. He is an absolute ledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also a patron member. Good lad. Love you. Love you. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's for me, like like you said, James, like you're kind of competitors and stuff, and all the big brews out there have got their own tap place, have <clears> got their own tap room, etc. And uh, it's a natural step for Overton, in my opinion. And um, I would love to see an Overton tap room in Glasgow. Like, it would be my first stop every time I come up the road. Every single time. I'm like, yep, going to the Weege, going back home, and I'm going to the tap room. Thank you very much. Because I know Weege will be on every single time. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. It's just a natural progress. And like I said, it's, it's for a, a brewery of overtone size and um, the reputation that overtone got, I've got as well, um, I think exceeds itself. And I think that, that having somewhere where you can showcase the beers and just show off and just blow smoke up your own ass. Fuck it, why not? I just gotta go there with a, with a tab and just be like, all right, uh, stick it <laughs> on my tab. I want to have a drink as well and just got oh, about like a gangster for a while. I'm right <laughs> up on that. I, mean, not, not, I, I don't want to showboat or anything, but I'd like to bounce in. You know, the following week when I get paid, I'll be fucking, what, that, that's my tab. But uh, do you know this? Like, you, you've seen uh, the Sopranos and shit. Just write that off. For that evening. Couple of EGs. Yeah. <laughs> <Aye. So, laughs> it was a business expense. I had clients in, I promise. Aye. The boss, um, is, it's like, the boss is getting it. Don't worry. Uh, How much did he buy? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite a hard one because, like, like you say, in the grand scheme of like breweries, like size wise in the UK, like like Overtone are like relatively small. Um, but in terms of the like the quality of the beer, like. When it, when it comes to the IPA range, if it's pales, nipas, deepas, whatever it is, like it's really hard to like go like anywhere in the UK. And if you went like the best of the best, like we've said this before, like and it's wicked because obviously we're a Scottish podcast. We always kind of rip the Scottish breweries, um, and we've had this debate before with the likes of, you know, Verdant or Dea or Cloudwater and people like that. And you think they make unbelievable beer, right? But like the overtone beer is in that, like it's in that sort of category, if that's the best way to put it. Um, but it is really difficult, like you say, because you're still small in that grand. For yourself, James, um, and for your, the, the guys, where do you, where do you guys see yourself in the market and the grand scheme, like what like Mark's saying in the grand scheme of things? Because obviously we we personally see you up there as one of the best. Are you are you are you seeing yourself in the same elk or are you like, oh no, we're just still um, I think it's quite difficult. I think I think it depends on, on who you speak to. Uh the likes of myself and Kaylee and Karan do because we're we're the kind of sales team, if you like, we we're both out and about quite a lot. Aye. Um, 
I've I've always perceived Verdon to be number one for our style, that easy IPA style mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom. I still think they're number one. Um, I've I've loved so many of their products. If I see Verdon, I buy it. You look at uh, beers like People Money Space Time. It's a three point eight percent pale ale, and it's fucking dynamite. Compare that to Unconventional Tactics. What Nelson on the hot and cold side? It's just a delight. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I love what Virgin do. I love what Cloudwater do. I love what Northern Monk do. I think Polly's barely put a foot wrong. Never, never did they put a foot wrong. Um, yeah. Do, do, Fuck do, do we do we compare us? Or are we, we always to look at them because you, you've got to compare yourself to your peers. Like yeah. you know, it, it, it's bliss to be collabing with Northern Monk, North fucking Track, uh, yeah. Rivington. Uh, Pomona, you know, it, uh, it's an absolute, it's an absolute dream. I, I don't, uh, I don't think we're better than them. I, I, there's a reason why we want to work with them and they want to work with us, and there's a mutual respect involved yeah, for what we do. I think that's important. Um, do I want to club with Vodden? Fuck yeah! If they, <laughs> <laughs> if they want to club with me with us. I say with me, like I, I, I sell the beer, you know. Dan's the Dan and Dan and Charlie. No, I'd be quite, uh, I'd, I'd, quite, I'd, I'd, I'd buy that beer that says Verdant and just change kid. So, so I, uh, yeah, we're, we're always going to compare ourselves to everybody else. But I, I drink a lot of the beer that they produce, especially Verdant, Verdant Polly's and Cloudy. Um, with regards to easy IPAs, you, the, you know, Northern Monk and North. They, they're so diverse with their ranges now. They're, they're producing so many styles, and they're they're the big guys. That their capacity is probably ten times us, uh, you know. And you know, you walk around Northern Monks Brewery, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" I'm just walking about Thornbridge. It's, the size and the scale they operate at is just mega. It's fucking yeah, yeah. I uh, you, you don't you don't realize it until you walk through the door and go, uh, "Jesus Christ!" You know. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't say we, we kind of, but we do compare ourselves, but I, I wouldn't say that we're, we would consider ourselves better than, than, than any of the, the, the people I've mentioned. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be associated with it. I think you hit it in the head, though. I think there's a, the, like, it's not like, all right, we're, we're clubbing with overtone and, and whatever, or, right, you know, it's like overtone. We're, 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 we're trying to collab with the big boys over thing of, with, like, Northern Monk and stuff. I think there is a mutual respect there that overtone have got. Uh, like, I, like, I honestly, I, I say this in jet, but like a legitimate claim to the throne of the best at, a, like, that particular style. And, I, like, I do agree with you, like Verdant was the first name out of my mouth when we mentioned it as well. Yeah. But like you know, it's really hard to look past and maybe that's a wee bit of the old Scottish tint in the eye or whatever it is that you can you know, but like realistically, like it every like there's been very little cans, if any, or there's one that comes to mind which wasn't a bad beer but was not the beer that it was like Thought to like it was branded as it wasn't a Westie or something, I can't remember. But other than that, honestly, it was like he's just what was that? What was that? Can you remember? It was it was labeled as a New England IPA, but it was far more West than um, I can't remember the the name of it now. But it was, was it it Urbia? 
Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the last time it was Comet. when we had Kelly on now. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, this is, this is, on last February, wasn't it? Ah, this is, uh, this is way back. We watched it, was though. Like, I was like happy as Larry because West is best day. Eh? So, like, we had this New England <laughs> IPA that tasted like a West day, and I was jumping for joy. But that was my point. I was like, it just, it, it's been misbranded in my point. But, like, the thing is, it wasn't like, a, it wasn't even close to a bad beer. So, um, and like, I just think if you're going to, if you're going to want an IPA or you want some of that ilk, like you can't, it's hard to look past exactly. overtone. To be fair, hundred um, percent. We're doing. Uh, I'm I'm lucky enough to be going through the beverages, uh, the beers that you came out with uh, or released, I should say, last week. So I've had the Ouija smashing, uh, cold in the north. Fucking yes, fuck. That's potentially one of my new favourite overtone beers. No good lie. Oh, I loved it as well. Um, and the next one is the theory of everything. Nine percent. Um, I'm going to grab sour. one to the fridge as well. Go and grab yourself one. Right, I'll be two seconds. Grab yourself one, mate. Um, basically, so um, same. What we've said also, and what I normally with overtone beers is, I'll, I'm like, if, if I see a, a dipper, nipper, IPA, anything like that, I'm hundred percent on overtone, right? Now, if I see uh, any of the darker stuff, it's not really, and uh, it's overtone. I'm probably not going to pick up. I know Gilroy, you've, you're, and the rest of you guys are quite happy to pick up overtone darker stuff because you like that style. Um, well, it does, doesn't matter if it's overtone or, or anything. If it's dark, you're not picking it up. Well, exactly. Um, but because I'm a, a, obviously a chub stuff for overtone, I'm, I'm like, eh, well, I take it. No, nah, no. Nah. Um, but so this for me, pastry sour, overtone and a pastry sour for me, again, this wouldn't be. An overtone be that I'd pick up because I'd rather have the cold IPA or the Ouija or Ooft or something like that. I'd be picking that or the pet Oof, unicorn. The color of that thing. Aye, it's fucking. I'm not even bothered. It's fucking a mile away. Um, <laughs> um, so this has Columbus hops in it. It's also got a shitload of adjuncts. Um, uh, basically, fruits were harmed when in the making of this beverage. Uh, so we've got peaches, we've got bananas, raspberries, blackberries, coffee, maple syrup, vanilla, and we've got some vegan marshmallows as well. Um, this, <laughs> aye, and it's literally at the top. So I've the only reason I noticed it because it's beside the overtone logo. When you look at the packaging, it tells you to get a wee sugar, a wee shake before you actually import <laughs> it. And I'm, I'm glad I did because I couldn't imagine there'd be a lot of sediment at the bottom of it. But um, uh, talk us through this beer, James. First of all, um, before we get we dive into it, uh, I wasn't involved too much in the development of it. It's, I mean, I'll be honest, like personally, it's, it's, it's not the beer that I drink uh, particularly, and that, that's just a personal choice. I, I'm an IPA person. I, I love stouts. Uh, I love a I love a lager. Uh, so, so when it comes to these big pastry sours, it's not it's not something. I, I like to suggest that we brew them because people like them. Um, they uh, like products that are thick and full of flavour. Uh, have we thrown the kitchen sink at this? Aye. Fuck Is aye. there maybe, was the kitchen sink large? That was a fucking big kitchen sink. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, this, this is the second can that I've had of it. Obviously, I like to take a picture of the, the beers and stick them on Insta and and think about them. It's, it's a big beer. It's you know, a massive it's, uh, beer. It's nine percent, and um, 
I, I get surprisingly like I get a, a lot of the coffee on the nose, like as wet, like before you even you have a sip, I get a lot of the coffee coming through. There's a wee bit of that, but it's like that banana as well comes through really well on the nose as well. I find, yeah. um, and it's um, it's nine percent, but once again with overtone, it's a hidden nine percent. So you'll have one or two of these, and you're losing the bones for your legs quite rapidly. Um, to be fair, and it's 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 nice. I actually like it. Not that I'm surprised. I'm more surprised because. Style, you're surprised at them. Aye, kinda. because anything pastry, pastry, like it's usually pastry stouts and pastry fucking whatever's sort of dark stuff. And I, I don't normally, I've never had, I don't think I've had a, I probably have, I've probably have had a pastry sour. Um, but you do get that pastry element, which I, I don't know how to articulate it, but you do get that pastry that's element. To, aye, that's that's uh, probably the aye, it's probably the best way it's that biscuitiness. <laughs> The thing that always, the thing that always affects me the most is the sweetness. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not, I'm, I have got a sweet, I like, I like sweet things, but, but, but that sort of cloy, you know, overly sweet dessert type vibe that you get from a lot of the pastry beers, the big, you know, they've got loads of lactose, and I mean, I know, I know this isn't, this hasn't got lactose in because it's vegan, um, so. It's not got that there, but obviously the vegan marshmallows and the maple syrup and, and all that kind of stuff. Does it feel overly sweet, Gav? No, it doesn't. It's it's I'll tell you what. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> it's um if the scale if the scale goes to eleven and it's over the top, it's at nine. It's at nine. Oh, and you're like aye, you're aye, like what, you can deal with it, you can deal with it. It's no like too sweet. It's on like it's like oh that's sweet but no like oh fuck too sweet. Does that make sense? It's about vanilla, maple syrup, and fruit. So like as much like even though with the coffee in there that is going to bitter it up and bring it back to earth slightly, there's there's enough kick of sweetness in there that is going to pull people's sweet tooths. Out. But it's no and it's no because um, it's a it's a sour so, but it's no. Overly tart. It's no fucking draw your cheeks together big time. Like it's a it's a nice sweetness. It's a nice tartness to it. It's no fucking oh Christ. You know what I mean? It's not like, f- like a fruit like sweetness like Aye. that's in there rather than acidic sweetness. Yes, I'm probably not like again. No, well, we just well, you're the one that's trying it, so we just try to pick your brain. <laughs> so. it's yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's quite a sweet. Aye, aye. It's it's got the overtone thickness. But it's got that overtone body that you, you expect yeah. that you get from the dippers and the and the, 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 the triples and stuff. It's got that thickness um that you, that you you're wanting. It's nine percent. It's meant to be thick. It's, fruits are meant to be harmed in this beer, hundred <laughs> percent, and they fucking have been. They definitely yeah, I have think, been. I think if you if if you're critical of it, it, it could maybe do with being more sour. Um. It's, it is a thick beer, you know. Uh, I think when you look at pinpointing the, the numerous, I think there's nine different things yeah. going on in this beer. Uh, and if you can pick all nine out, you get a prize. Oh, fuck. I'll, aye, I'll you're big time getting a prize. But that, that, that's where, where it, it, get, it gets us a little bit confusing. It's obviously designed to be a big beer, you know. It's designed to be thick. There's a lot of, like, the fruit content's massive in it. 
when you're on top of your fruit content, you had vanilla, maple syrup, and marshmallows, then uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's always going to be an assault in the senses, and it is. And I think that's what we went for with this. We just went, let's just let's bang in a whole a whole shit ton of uh, mm-hmm. of fruit, and then add in lots of adjuncts. I mean, there, there's not a hint of alcohol in the product at all. No. For nine percent, I can't. I just thought I don't get booze anywhere. See, for me, uh, it's almost like um, it's almost a nod to like I don't want to say it. it's almost like a nod to Vault City and how they do it. Like you, you'll have a Vault City beer, and um, it will just be like a fruit juice almost, and you won't you you kind of get the the alcohol content. It just it's a fruit fruit smoothie, and this is what that feels like to me. Like I would not know. Style Aye, sours. yes, yes, spot on. Is it spot on it- that? Does it like mean that like drinking that's like one or two of your five a day basically? Like is that like your... <laughs> Fuck I. Jesus Christ. Die. I think when you look at the amount of weight, like the amount of weight of fruit, uh, then I, I, it probably is. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not sure exactly. It's probably there's fruit content wise, there's probably about three hundred and fifty kilos in a twenty heck batch. So if you've got like calculator handy you could probably work out exactly how many kilos per per litre obviously the alcohol neutralizes a fair bit of the goodness that would be in the fruit but I, I reckon there'd probably be a, a small shout to maybe one of your five a day in there oh easy awesome. Big time. maybe awesome. even more than that I would say I would well, I would lean towards more to be honest. So, um, when, <laughs> so when Pure Jim give you a shout to to put to stock it next to the moose milk and all the rest of the, the nonsense, <laughs> the answer is absolutely yes. People are staggering staggering up the road after a gym session. I oh, I need it. Need to get my vitamin C levels up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do a protein shake version. Is that all right? <laughs> Definitely, stick defo, it in the smoothie machine. Definitely, definitely. I think uh, it is. It's, it's one of those one of the, the ones you get. Like we had them at the friends, the last friends and family that we went to was the the Omni Polo beer, and they were putting, they were they were giving you in your your festival pour, and then they were taking the same thing, in the slushy machine and slushy in the top, and it was unbelievable. That was just a, it was like summer in a glass. It was perfect. Um, it's weirdly really getting it's weirdly really getting more sour. <laughs> Getting more sours are good than the glass. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you actually. Um, I think I think as it's starting to get a little bit, the temperature starts to go up because I take mine straight out of the fridge and it's proper proper cold and there is a bit of sadness creeping through. I don't know whether that's a temperature uh, thing, but it's probably it probably is. Like you said, temperature thing. And uh, well, put it this way: that's what I've got left. Yeah, I was one of the things about it is you do keep lifting it up, and it's nine percent. <laughs> And the reason why you're lifting it up is just because you're. I'm trying to find, and it's it's only my second can of it. I'm trying to find <laughs> like all of the things in it. Aye. <laughs> and I've got a bit of maple syrup more on the back end. Yeah. And I found a little bit of touch on the nose of the vanilla. Yep. Um, the marshmallows in the mouthfeel, maybe that's just my brain mentally saying I should taste marshmallows, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that it should be thicker in body. But uh, I'm picking up quite a lot of them now. No, I agree. I think I've, I've, I've bananas, yes. Coffee, yes. Syrup, yes. Vanilla, yes. Marshmallow, I think so. It's the peaches and the raspberry and the blackberries I'm trying to find, but they're obviously very watery fruits anyway. So they peaches make me, are hard. Yeah, one. Uh, are hard yeah. maybe hard ones to pinpoint, but 
Aye. <laughs> like you said, you're like, oh, I found the coffee. Oh, I found the marshmallow. And you just keep going Aye, back to keep it. And then, it up. And then by, by the time you know it, you've drank the whole 9% and I've, I've literally got a mouthful <laughs> left in it. Jesus Christ. Is that not like... Is that not like the perfect beer though? Like that's exactly what we do. Why we got involved with this, the whole craft beer industry and the podcast, and like it's to drink beer that makes you go back, sip after sip, and find something new about it every single time until you finish the can. You talk about it a wee bit, and then you basically pick it up and start it that all over again. It drives it drives your mouth really nice. Just thinking to yourself, like I'm like. I've got to admit, when when you mentioned the the beers, um, James, the pastry sour didn't really. Well, I'm the same. It doesn't. Not my kind of style of beer, but it didn't really uh, jump out. But when you talk about the the basically what's went into it, like dissecting that while tasting it, I think is like part of the the whole overtone experience. So oh, because it uh, is. I I think it is, and I it's like I said, it's a. Uh, for me, as a overtone fucking fanboy, um, like like I said, IPAs, dippers, triples, I'm all about it, and the lagers and the pilsners, all about it. And then dark stuff, I'm not, I'm, I'm probably going to touch dark stuff just because it's just I don't like dark beers. Um, but if I seen this on a shelf, I, I genuinely probably wouldn't pick it up. Because it's a pastry sour, just because I'm scared of the word pastry. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't know. I like sour beers. But the pastry might probably scare me off. But by no means should this, if you're in the same boat as me, should this beer scare you off whatsoever. Um, it is lovely. It is fruit juice. It's a fruit smoothie in a can. Um, yeah. And like I said, you'll get at least two and a half of your five a day. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Out of this beer. Well, you, also, you also might lose the ones for your legs, but it's fine. What do you think of the artwork? I think oh, it's I one of the it. nicest looking cans that we've ever done. And that, that, that's, that's all. That's some credit to to Kaylee, uh, marketing lady. Like I think our, our artwork's kind of it's kind of evolved and get better. And if you if you tried the two tickets to paradise, uh, the Northern Monk collab we brewed, I think we practiced it three weeks ago. Uh, the the artwork in that I think was was as good as uh, uh, I can that we, we've ever designed. Like if you know Overton beers, you know they kind of do the circle, um, and Ouija has got that kind of red circle. Um, but yeah. I, I really like the geometric kind of shapes and stuff, and all the almost kind of graphic design, all the lines and stuff. Like I'm all about that kind of geometry and all that stuff. I like that design of things. Um, so it's aye, right up my street. I think it looks wicked, absolutely wicked. So shout out Kelly, doing a smashing Joe yeah. pen, love it. <laughs> looks the ball. Smashing Joe pen. <laughs> <laughs> Have a beer on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, question that's been sent in to us um, what are you guys planning for the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival nothing uh, apparently yeah uh, <laughs> I, 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 oh, I don't if, if you can uh, say obviously well I don't they're just going to be overtone they're just going to bring up some beer we're not attending it uh, I don't I don't. Yeah, we we we, we got an invite, but uh, we were we were tied up. Actually, we we're, we're at Eaglesham Beer Fest, and we oddly we, we paid our fees to to Eaglesham. Oh, twenty twenty start of twenty twenty because uh, Eaglesham's always been one of the big ones uh, in, the, yeah, yeah. in the festival scene. So when 
when the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival got in touch, we didn't have the staff and we didn't have the gear and we didn't have the money, to be frank, to do it. And I don't... It's potentially on the cards, then. It's, uh, we'll, we'll not be attending it as a brewery. I believe that they're buying some beer uh, from one of our wholesale partners for it. But it's nice to be there, especially yeah. amongst the people that are, our friends are there, like Alpha Delta and Northern Monk. There's a lot. There's a lot of really, really good breweries there. Yeah. But uh, we'd already committed ourselves to Eaglesham Beer Festival, which is a shame. Um, yeah, that's not for Eaglesham though. Not for Eaglesham. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's it's. It would have been nice to be at the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival, but we'll be at Eaglesham instead. That's fine. Well, that answers that question then for that listener. There you go. Sorry, um, I, I, yeah. I don't want to be at. You know it's going to be in Glasgow moving forward, so like it's probably going to be a little bit more higher on priority for next year because obviously it's the the home festival, yeah. um, and you know giving Glasgow a little bit more of a a showcase. Um, it's just like you say, well, Scott and I we got wired in Edinburgh last year, and oh, it was just Christ. wicked to and like believable. <laughs> Oh well, I, we back we backstroked our way home after that sesh. <laughs> put it that way, um, but see the the thing that other than the beer and obviously the all oh, the rest of it, but and the dancing, but the uh, <laughs> the part of it that was um, it was introducing like it was like Edinburgh and Scotland to like the like every craft beer like nerd and all the scene was all in one place and it's going to be in Glasgow this year and moving forward and it's just I don't know, it's just wicked to have basically oh, I, think, I, think I think it'd be wonderful to have a, a hop city of the north Aye, um, cool given, yeah. given that that would be the, the the premier hoppy beer festival of the, the north of England um, yeah yeah, I think that would be I mean, I've always like obviously I live down in the in fucking north of France, aka south coast of England. And um people always ask me, like, oh Glasgow, Edinburgh, I want to go to Edinburgh and should I go to Glasgow or Edinburgh and stuff? And I'm like, look, the situation is if you like history and you like artsy fartsy stuff and you like touristy things, go to Edinburgh. That'll give you everything you want. That'll give you the castle and the, the Royal Mail, blah blah blah. If you like getting pissed and good fucking a good time, go to the beach because that's where you that's where you need to go, and you'll get a wee bit of arts <laughs> stuff as well. But you'll have a good yeah. time at the same time. Um, it's that's, like modern it's, versus the well, old school. Uh, isn't it? Granted, that granted, I'm very biased. I'm a Bell's Hill boy, but aye. That that Glasgow podcast. I was listening to him. That he was doing a, a kind of episode where that uh, Miles Omar. If you've seen him, the guy that does yeah. The, the Iron Brew Chicken Pecora stuff, he's brilliant. Um, shout out to him, he's, Miles is amazing. But um, he was talking about people for Edinburgh are, what is it, people for Edinburgh are civil, civil but not nice. People for Glasgow are, are, are nice but not civil. Not civil. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, you know, if you ask for directions in Glasgow, they'll take you by the hand and say, for fuck's sake, come on, I'll take you. And we'll, we'll go there. Whereas in Edinburgh, they'll, they'll direct you very civilly, but it'll not be the same experience. Yeah. And I get that. I, I think that's but if you're coming up for for where you are, Gavin, you've got these two different, totally different cultures and totally different places, 
and they're literally 45 minutes apart. It's, it's different <laughs> when cultures, the, different when lingo. Running, but you can, you can 100% do both. But there's no excuse, and then you can be in the, it's the same with the, the old Sterling and everything, you can be in the Highlands and you can 45 minutes as well, an hour. Fuck so, it. Fuck the culture shock for me was when I, when I moved from Glasgow to Armadale and you all started saying Ken. I was like, "What the fuck is what the uh, fuck is no, Ken?" Who's who's this Ken? Can't everybody's talking about? I've <laughs> never met him. Bastard. <laughs> um, releases this week, like you said. This the It feels like this podcast is already out of date because Overton are releasing new beers all the fucking thing. Um. So we went through the Ouija cold in the north and the of everything. These are beers you can get hold of right now. Um, if you yeah. haven't got a, a good established bottle shop near you, um, go and find one, first of all, and make sure they're, they're stocking it. If, and then you can also head over to the website, overtonebrewing.com. Um, yeah. Talk us through again the uh, releases you've got this week because I've noticed them today on Instagram. Yeah, uh, this week we've got a rebrew of Check Yourself, 4.5 Czech Pilsner. It's uh, dry hopped with Saz, Lupamax, and Herzbrucker. So two, like, you know, not hops that you'd associate with us, but it's a, uh, it's a deliciously light. I, I'm, if you've tried it before, it's our second brew of crazy. this beer. It's just a light Czech Pilsner. Uh, we've really, in my opinion, we've hit the nail on the head with it. It's a great beer. I liked it about a month ago for some of the festivals. Uh, we were at Midsummer Beer Happening in Stonehaven by the weekend, and, and I could, could have done with a lager because it was hot. <laughs> and and that, that seems a bit strange to say it was hot in Stonehaven, but it was. Uh, <laughs> brilliant festival hoping, uh, hosted by the 60 degrees uh, North lads. Uh, the second one's called Edge of Darkness. It's a 4.5 stout. It's the lowest stout we've ever brewed. And uh, it's just a nice light session stout. Mm. Um, we're we're kind of just practicing a bit before winter. Do you know what I mean? Before Aye. we start, we start looking at a session stout. But I think like like see that when you get to the summer weather, like see when you go to Spain or 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 whatever, and you have you know a cold glass of red wine. You know you wouldn't normally you wouldn't normally think of red wine being like a refreshing drink. But when you have yep. it cold, it can be. And I think this I think stouts are exactly the same. Like it doesn't have to be a freezing cold day and a big dirty nine percent stout. Like I think uh, like a, pro, a, a a stout, just a stout, you know, have it cold and it can be really refreshing. It's like an iced coffee type type vibe. And I, I I I like the idea of a summer stout. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's it's deliberately made to be nice and light and drinkable and uh and it is it's uh, I had a can tonight. Uh, and it's uh, uh, as I say, it's it's you've got to, you've got to practice, and uh, we've, we've brewed a few. No, not brewed practice, that many. Practice, but we've practice drinking it or practice brewing it. <laughs> pra- practice brewing it. You know, we brewed a beer called "It's Bound to Happen," which is a coconut stout, and it was the lowest ABV of stout that we've ever we've ever brewed. Uh, I can't even remember when we practiced that last year. Sometime, um, I mean, we tend to. Term session stouts is six to six point five percent. Correct. Um, and then the, the 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 last release this week is called a puncher, and uh, there's a little tie. And I was speaking to Dan this morning, coming his package, and he's like, "All oh, right, oh, what you got?" And I was like, "Have you got a session stout?" No, no, no. It's a session stout of the day, or I'll punch it. Uh, and it's it's a, it's, a, 
it's a translation of what a prickly pear is. So it's prickly pear, raspberry, and, and guava, right. 5% session sour. Um, I must admit, I seen that name. I was like, I'm not going to try fucking pronouncing that. Yeah, it's not a puncher, it's a puncher. A puncher. Or, or, or a puncher. Yeah, I don't. Uh... That makes sense now. That makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. Now that you've said that, I'm like, I, I got it. I got it. There'll be some some scraps of bars where people saying uh, blah 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 a bunch of um or maybe maybe that won't actually probably not. Has <laughs> it has it been a, a conscious effort to kind of look at the sessionable sort of range? Because obviously like overtone in past has always been, let's be honest, six percent bad boy eight percent and eight and a half, whatever it is. But realistically, you know, the last you know six months or so there has been more sessionable style beers have you kind of has that been like open is it to open other doors for you guys sales wise or is it like just let's we we know we can do these let's see we can do something else basically do you know what matt fucking 100 percent uh we did and we almost we, we were left at the turn the turn of the year with too many double ipas in case and we were like, right, fuck, we've, we've got this wrong. Aye. But we get, we get into this, under lockdown, we're producing far too many big beers, uh, far too regularly, far big batches. We, we, we've got the option of doing, like, our brew length's 20 heck. And when we brew a beer, we can either brew a single batch, put it in a 20 heck fermenter, we've got nine of them, or we can brew that beer twice and put it in a 40 heck fermenter, uh, and we've got five of them, we're about to add another three. And we get in the habit of just producing too many fucking big beers. Mm. And we were left with too much stock and nowhere for it to go. So, at the, at was, the that, time, was that a case of because, like, your reputation at the time was just doing those beers? So you're like, oh, we'll just, we'll just keep doing them. I think when you get in the habit of releasing a product and it sells, Aye. then you're like, People love this product. Let's do another one like that. Unless yeah. it's a double batch like that. Unless it's a single batch like that. And before you knew it, we were releasing triple IPAs, double IPAs. At, like, I, th- I think at one point we had four four beers a month for either doubles or triples. And you've got to sell through that that, <laughs> that product is mental, considering we, we produce about 14, between 12 and, and 14 different beers each month. Or yeah. Between 10 and 14, depending on, on what tanks are free. And uh, and the gaff one was just like, you know what? We, fuck, I don't know whether I've I've, I've spoken about this, but we, we look at the, the the pale ale market. You look at products like Steady Roller Man and Light Bulb, yeah. And and you're like, fuck, maybe we should go down that road of creating a, a session product um, that's cheap um, and maybe a, a lower quality. And I'm not dismissing Steady Roller Man like it's yeah. a fucking it's it's an absolute fucking it's a beer and a half. But we look at do do we focus on creating that product, and we did. We we, we started in January when we launched Pink Cashmere, and then we launched Smash It, and we launched a beer called Hush, and then On Waves came out, and we've just started releasing a, a series called Silences, and the Silence etc. Silences we're going to have Zappa, Strata, and numerous nice. other ones. But what's essentially happened is the demand for the big beers has come back. Mm-hmm. So we've ah. we're kind of we're kind of like we kind of sat and look at it and we're like holy fuck, all the export guys like we, we do a fair bit of export business, and they're just like, oh, James, we don't want these fucking session beers. <laughs> like, where's the deepest? 
Where's it? Where's the double IPAs? Right. Double IPAs. Where's the heft? <laughs> Sorry. Where's the heft? I think we need the big stuff. We need the big things. <laughs> exactly. And we're like, hold on a second. But we're, we're, we've kind of dulled down this one side of the business. The the big the big fucking banners for the the lighter styles. And now we're, we're about to go. Not quite full soccer. We're going to meet it back. We're we're going to start brewing some new deepers and some new triple IPAs. Uh, and try and blend that in a new range of pails and session sours and stouts. Like the, the market never it never stands still. No. It's, it, it's 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 mental. It's always moving. And what, when you think when you when you package a beer and you don't think it's going to sell, it does. Yeah. And then you think this beer is going to fly it, and it doesn't. And uh, it's so unpredictable. So you just it's a it's a constant a constant constant strive to evolve. And but when you speak to Diana, head brewer. And Kaylee and Mark and Gil, they're the guys that have to evolve. Because, yes. like, Kaylee's doing all these designs, just design, 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 and dancing all these brews. And then you get Charlie, our lead brewer, you know, he's doing all the brewing. You know, the, the dance guy that's cultivating the recipes, but Charlie, Charlie used to work for Lomond. Yeah. And uh, he's doing all the physical brewing. So he's the guy that needs to adapt when the recipe changes. So you, you've, you've, got, you've got all these variables feeding into our, our range. And it's uh, it, it's mental. You've just got to change, change, change all the time. And if you get it wrong, you, you get stuck with stock and you're fucked. Because uh, IPAs, we don't sell through the IPAs. They just deteriorate in quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the weird thing is, the weird thing is, I, I, so you did a, you did a batch of Vicky's Pet Unicorn not that long ago. I think it was April. <clears throat> but I picked up a can uh, of the previous brew. Um, like a, a month ago, I think it was, and um, it was it was it was very close to its uh, best, like before date and stuff. And I was think the it was, previous I, batch, then I uh, the previous batch. So I picked up from a, a local uh, bottle shop down here, um, in South Coast. So, and um, but see, to be honest, I I, I messaged the guys. I put it in the group chat. I was like, oh, I picked, I picked up this bottle. Uh, this can, excuse me, and it's it's nearly nearly its best uh, best before, etc. <clears throat> let's see how it, it stands up and no word of a lie I was like this is it, it still had the overtone vibes of being thick and just being like a massive big fucking bomb of a beer um, but it was near its it was nearly past its best before date the the one beer for me um, that stood out for of, from you guys this year uh, which I made so many, I was like, I'm getting this straight away because I'm not missing this beer. Was the uh, slick black Cadillac, the the oh. Rivington collab? Um, for me, that was fucking tremendous. That triple hopped, triple uh, triple IPA. It's just like it just screams overtone for me. I was like, I need it because I missed I missed the other Cadillac beer. What was it called again? Oh, just called? bought a Cadillac. Just yeah. bought. A, I missed that beer. And some I can't remember. There was a guy. Um, who listens to the podcast? I'll I'll try and get I'll try and get a can. And, um, <laughs> uh, we couldn't get a can from me anyway, and I, I couldn't find a can. So I was like, when this came out, I was like, I'm buying it straight away. I'm no missing this one, and that was <laughs> um, phenomenal. And that's like that's the kind of for me that's the following you have. Um, people people love overtone beer, um, and people are are going to put their hands in their pocket regardless. Um, and whether you're doing the session stuff or whether you're doing the big buy, big bad boy stuff, 
<clears throat> excuse me, they're always going to put the hand in the bucket. I I I associate Overtone with the big bad boy beers and the, and the, the doubles and the triples and the IPAs. Um, but yes, if go and do a subscription, go and, like go and like forget the Bruiser stuff. We love Bruiser. Bruiser guys are doing awesome. Go and do that, an Overtone subscription, by the way. Just for just for Gav, though. just for me. <laughs> We've, we've talked about it, we've looked at it. Um, it's something Kaylee's uh, got a plan for. So, uh, yeah, it, it's something we, we, we may well do. I think it'll be dependent on our email subscribers, I think. And and yeah. if you subscribe uh, to, to, to our mailers, then uh, I'm there sure there'll be some kind of feedback yeah. thing whereby we'll ask their opinion. But you got it. I think I think you've got to speak to your punters and uh, and ask right. them what they want because at the end of the day, that they're, they're the folk that matter. How have you guys uh, found? How have you guys found um, working with Bruiser? Like we we personally, for us all, all of us in the podcast, we believe they are the best beer subscription out there. They give you the best choice and stuff. For you as a brewery, are, are, is it is it that same elk? Is it is it the same on the other side as as from a, from a consumer's point of view? Don't have to answer that question, by the way. No, I, I, I've got, I've got a lot of time for Ollie. Uh, I, I kind of met him at, at last year's Hop City. Uh, he's a diamond. Uh, I think, oh, I think when you add, when you continually add brewers, like so, you, so you add range into your subscription, and then you're looking at adding more subscribers. Then there's a point at which. The amount of boxes that you get are diluted by the number of breweries that you add. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. So there's a point at which we were packing 24 boxes a fortnight, and we were like, we we're delighted because 24 boxes is, is is two cases for us. We package in 12s. Right. Uh, and then that dropped down to nine boxes or something. And this is just, it's, these aren't exact numbers, yeah, but yeah, off yeah. the top of my head. So then what we're doing is we're taking one case of those eight beers out and then the remaining three cans left in those cases are going out and it's taking us 45 minutes to build those boxes and I build them myself, myself or Karan, uh, my colleague builds those boxes and we're like, see when you're fucking busy and your balls to the wall, there's, there's times that that... And you've got to do that as well. Do uh, that hour when you've got six pallets to build on a fucking Tuesday and then you've got another five to build on a Wednesday. There's times <laughs> that that's too much work and there's times you're just like, fuck that. And, and I don't, that's no, 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 no disrespect no. to Bruiser. We've signed up to their, to their subscription service and, and I've got a lot of time for them and we're getting our beers into the hands of people who normally wouldn't, wouldn't buy our products. Yep. But I, you, you, I prioritise them. Yeah, I, I try to manage my time and I try to multitask, but very fucking poorly sometimes. There's times I, I kind of want to say, hold on a second, I, I don't have time to do that. I need yep. to do this instead. And then, you know, fuck it's like, yeah, it's just, it was a question I just wanted to ask because, like we said, <clears throat> we've spoke to the Bruiser boys <coughs> twice now, and we've, like, we, it's always nice to get both sides of the story um, the, the benefits from the guys and the benefits for you guys as a, as a brewery and stuff so it's always nice to get both sides of the story we're all about real opinions and understanding the whole yeah. um, scope of things um, but if you're not on Bruiser the best place to get some um, Overton <laughs> beer uh, would obviously be going straight to Overton uh, OvertonBrewing.com um, I got a cheeky email I didn't actually read it because I'm signed up to the mailing list and I got it through the day have you got a discount or something going on or something happening on the thingy, my bobbin? Or am I just talking shite? Let me just bring that up. 
but on the on the mail it's a free glass the free glass but, that's but, what it is. But, but doing a free glass it's not that one it's the new version which has got like a, a half and a, and a two thirds uh, again you know I can't blow enough smoke up Kaylee's arse and that's <laughs> obviously you know uh, that's not a little thing you didn't have to explain that, by the way. <laughs> it's, uh, we're, we're, you know, we talk we talk about promotions and what we're going to do, and we talk quite regularly. And if we don't, if we don't run promotions, especially see these days when people are in the boozer and they want to go to the pub, it, what incentive can we give those people to order online? So we have to continually think about what we're going to do, what we're going to do, you know. Uh, and, and we, we had a we had a chat the other day, and we're like, "Fuck, I could buy a lot of glasses." And we bought those glasses for the on trade guys, the guys that that have permanent lines, and we're like, "Do you know what? Let's do a free glass." And it was it was Kevin's idea. It's just you know, you, I have to, you know, uh, there, 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 there's an awful lot of people that you have to pay pay, pay credit to, uh, and Kevin does a very good job for us. And, and she's like, "Why don't we do a free glass? And let's see what happens with it." Honestly, I'm an absolute slag for a free glass. Um, me too, summer, mate. Me summer too. session pack, 12 cans. Um, yeah. Summer session pack, 40 quid. Um, impress your friends with our summer session pack, which includes 12 <laughs> session beers between 3.5 and 5.5%. Uh, four, at least four different beers in each box. Uh, and you'll get the lovely fucking glass, which looks tremendous. Is it bad yeah. that I'm like, I'm like, pay. Yeah. <laughs> you can Google. tell you're putting your card details in right now. Like, Google, Google Pay or whatever it is. Yeah, Apple Link. Pay on your phone. Just two buttons. Click, click, click. It's just too easy, and It's too fucking easy. Too so that, easy. Uh, mine was that. I, I got the... You are talking about cloud water earlier. Um, I got the, the kind of American beer stuff, the all the import stuff, and um, that shop app is brutal. Oh, I... Like as soon as it comes on any website, they host it. It's like text message, the code's validated, and then all of a sudden everything's in, and you're like, you're literally only one click. And it's done. Bad, <laughs> it's just it? like, right, okay, let's go for it. Ah. We'll get six because it's on that shop thing. So I'll just <laughs> text me the code. I won't even ah. write my card details in. It's all there. Hellish, um, hellish, absolutely. You know, I, I, I think that's that's so dangerous, and I, and I mean in a good way. Aye. Yeah, Aye. I, I'm with you. See the cloud water one. I bought, we're doing, we're doing a tasting at the brewery on uh, on Friday, like a team thing. We're going to sit down kind of at 12 o'clock. We're going to sit and have some beers and have some lunch. What and time have we been through? Uh, no, that sounds like a hard day But we're starting at midday, uh, I think. And, uh, and I was ordering beers for Cloudwater. They had a triple. They had uh, Persistence is Utile, the My Continuous Improvement, uh, Better Chocolate Stout. But I think I've nitroed it. And I needed a couple of them, a couple of the Drippin' and Nelson beer from, yeah. I don't know whether it's Biden's or Fiddens, whatever that beer is. Oh, a Finback, of them. the Nelson Drip. Yep. Is it Finback? Finback. Uh, I've got like two of them in my basket and I'm like, can, can I... <laughs> You're on it now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Not even a word of a lie. I've got it loaded up. <laughs> that's it, that's it. I've got two of those cans. I've got two of my continuous improvement. A couple of the, the Cloudwater Teepa. Which I can't remember what's in, and then there's another uh, New England IPA from. The, anyway, I, I was getting them for the for the tasting on uh, on Friday, and oh, mate, I, I will definitely be so, through at twelve o'clock. So <laughs> easy for you. You hit like buy. It remembers all your shit. Yep. So it's just like 
oh, delivery address, billing address, buy beer, and you're like, shit. And then you get you get an email saying your order's complete, and you're like, did I complete that order? No, but, but see if you didn't. see if you didn't. See if you didn't complete it. Have you had the email going? Oh, by the way, you've left uh, these six beers in your basket. <laughs> you're like, your you're basket. like, would you fuck off? <laughs> Uh, Leave me. I left. See, I, was your, my, I was giving my mind a treat. No <laughs> See your confirmation email. Does that come along with a, a link to a divorce lawyer for <laughs> all the fucking money that you're spending? I did. Uh, the, the The reason I I, I got a, a text message for friend of the podcast, Jamie. Um, he texted me through and he said, "Have you seen the?" Uh, he texted me these. Like he's like, "Look at these." And I I saw that it was all American stuff. There's a couple of trilliums in there, and he's got family that live in. Uh, that live in New York, it's normally other half stuff and other half trillium, they tend to show up quite often as people go and visit. There's always uh, a smuggling exercise goes on to bring beer back. <laughs> um, and uh, I says, oh, is that another shipment in um, from our colonial cousins? And uh, he says, no, no, he says, this is cloud water shipment stuff. And he sent me on the email. He says, you need the email and just go in and get it. And as soon as I saw the first can was the, I'd, I've never had the opportunity to, no yet anyway, to try uh, Allagash White. And as soon as I saw that was one of the cans that was available, I was like, nah, that's an absolute must. Give me the six. <laughs> and then you have to get I'm going to grab a, 46 I was going to say, I'm going to grab another beer, gents, if that's good. Go for it. Batter in. A must. Um, and as soon as I saw it, it was like it was they they're fly as though it's fifty quid for free delivery, but the the cost of the six beers only comes to forty six. <laughs> forty six. Oh, so come you've a hundred percent to get another beer to get it out of fifty quid That's, for free delivery. It's well, such a, no, what? No, no, a no. Smart move. Oh, hold on. I, I'm gonna. I, I need to see this. And I'm, I'm gonna see this. Um, because Overton have done the exact same thing. That summer <laughs> session pack with twelve cans that I just mentioned. 40 quid. If you spend 45 pounds, you get free delivery. Well, I mean, 100 pounds, like it's a no brainer. They can get it, but that that goes back to what James is saying. It's 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 Kaylee in the market, and like that's it's perfect. See, like if you're sitting there and you go, Well, I'll just spend another five and get free delivery, that makes sense. How many beers beers in the box? 12. 12. Hang is though, like 12, so 12 in a glass. So, from a fulfillment point of view, the box is the same, so they're paying the same, <laughs> like they're just getting an extra beer with it. I know, totally. so fucking sign me up. So, listen, while uh, while James is off uh, refilling his drinking vessel, um, I've been nursing this beer for oh, sorry, Cal. The rest of no, no, seriously, I'm glad I'm glad I've had a chance to, to taste it properly because uh, by fuck, this is a serious beer. Um, Obviously, we, we had some supply issues. Um, none of us were able to get to Overton, so we're we, the three of us are kind of off-brand. Um, and I thought I, I better go big tonight, um, given the, the illustrious company that we're in. Um, and I've I've opened a beer that I've had for quite a while um, from Tartarus, and it's oh, called King. Ar- it's, <laughs> it's called uh, it's called King Arthur. Uh, so I'm bringing Excalibur to the battle tonight, and it's uh, it's the it's this this is uh, this is an English barley wine. Um, oh my god! Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, I know. So, so I thought, fuck it, let's go for it. And it's, been, I've been a bit scared to open it. To be perfectly honest, but you, you guys right. are here to hold. You guys are here to hold my hand. Right. Um, and it's a thirteen point two percent English barley wine that I'm uh, <laughs> sipping away here. And, and it's, I, no, seriously, man, it's absolutely delicious. It really is. 
Oh. It's proper. It's like yeah. it tastes like like a fruity sort of brandy type. It's no, it's so feeling, good. Honestly, right? Aye, yeah. yeah I'm, 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 seriously, I've got my phone. I'm about to phone Guinevere the now. Ask her for the lottery number. Exactly. Aye. No, I, I just wanted, I just wanted to get it in there. But we were in a had a but it's, uh, it's absolutely superb. It's berries. It's, it's, it's sweet. It's got golden syrup and 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 the brew as well. So it is, it is pretty sweet, um, but there's enough. Obviously, at thirteen point two percent, there's enough booze to sort of you think? To stand up to stand up to the sweetness, mate. Uh, the, but if you, there's ever a time to get the backstroke t-shirt sorted for Callum, it is exactly. Well, the, see, the thing is, like, I had that, I had that lager to start, and I, I poured this, and as soon as I tasted it, I was like, right, I can't. Obviously, this isn't something, even though it's only a three thirty ml bottle. Like, this is something that I need to sort of nurse. Um, so this will be me for the night. Like I'm going to, I'm going to just sip <laughs> away at this. But, night. It's, but it's it's lovely. It's absolutely delicious. I need I need to get a sound. I need to get a soundboard, and it says backstroke, backstroke. Or I know. Like mm. I'm, see who we're, we're talking to um, uh, Billy last week about that, the the t-shirts, and a hundred percent, I'm getting a beer fridge backstroke backstroke, backstroke t-shirt made like with <laughs> like a like a wee like picture on it and that. Since we're doing uh, beers, um, I've got um, a Beer Hut uh, Brew Co. Triple IPA. Uh, uh, Callum's going to talk to me up here, but I'm uh, I'm easily uh, 10.5%. Uh, um, I see. That anything below 11, don't care. Poor. Um, <laughs> this is um, Mosaic and my mate Nelson. Is the main part of the beer, and it's uh, dry hot with uh, El Duradu. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it. See when you <laughs> see earlier on when you're talking about the cold in North, you were saying El James. I was like, I'm my here. I'm like El Duradu. If you're on this podcast, it's a hundred percent El Duradu. Can I just say this beer is it's it's really it's nice, right? It smells oh. better than it tastes, right? Because for me, right off the off the nose, it is it all Nelson, right? Oh, it's okay. all gooseberry. It's all white winey, like that dry. You get yeah. you get it all on the palate. It is more mosaic and El Duradu. It's got a little bit of earthiness to it. It's got a bit of the mosaic comes <clears> through with the. Uh, uh, dare I say it? Like sort of kind of stone fruity. Oh, you said the word. There it is. Oh, Fiber yeah. in the jar. Fiber right. in the jar. But that's the it's the easiest way to describe it. And to um, it is it's a nice beer. It's just like I was when I seen my mate Nelson on there. I was thinking get it a triple with it. I was thinking get in. And when I smelt it, I was thinking even even better. But it's just it's me. It's me. It's, it's me. me. It's me. What did you, what did you open, James? Exactly. Sorry. It wasn't. It didn't look. Um, it looked like a, a, a pomoma potentially. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a collab we did with them. Uh, oh. No condition is permanent. It's a double IPA. We done it. I think we, we were down in Manchester about five five weeks ago, maybe. Hmm. Uh, double IPA with Citra, Mosaic, Azaka, and Galaxy. 
And uh, we went out and out in the press for the Pomona lads. Fucking hell. They can drink <laughs> like uh do you know that way we 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 did a collab uh, vocation in the morning and then uh we did uh, we went to one of the vocation tap rooms. It was the it was the Europa League final that night and nice. then in the in the morning uh yeah, that, eh? well, yeah, totally. Uh and, and in the morning we went down to Pomona and literally just fucking would you like to drink some beer some time? And I was like oh, and that was it. The whole, no, would you like to drink? Would you like to drink your sorrows? Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, somebody's like, would you like to drink uh, some? Was it Phaedra? One of one of the Pomona Islands uh, core beers from Tank, and that was that. Aye, I mean, it was a Duh. stupid question to ask Duh. someone that's involved in brewing. Like, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big Pomona fan, huge, huge fan of what they do, and it was great. They, they invited us for one of their, their, I think it was one of their birthday party celebrations. Yeah. So myself, myself, Dan, and uh, and the gaffer went in, and uh, we ended up getting absolutely fucking slaughtered, mate. It's just again, it's one of those brews that like that generally pretty much do no wrong. I love, I love their cans, I love their marketing stuff. Like oh, it's, it's simple, me too, me too. but it's proper, like cool as fuck. Like it's wicked. Mm. Like I'm, I'm all about that. I like that kind of stuff. It's like simple, like that can you got like it's a wee dug, but fucking. Bones. What does it mean? Who gives a fuck? No. Yeah, <laughs> correct. I, I, there's no there's no context there at all. But who cares? It's a doggy. Who actually cares? It, it's it's a beer and a can that tastes fucking delicious at the end yeah. of the day, uh, and a brewery who makes fucking fantastic beers along with yourself oh, at Overtone. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, Kaylee makes fucking some spectacular cans. To be fair, great designs. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So much, so, much, Gav, so much, so much, well, so much so that there's a, a couple of, of. Are they winning you over? Well, so much so there's a couple. I'm trying to see what label I've got stuck on my my beer fridge. Uh, what one's it? Oh, what fucking one is it? I can't even fuck. I need, I need some. Is it night of the disco. Dancing Phil. I've got Dancing Phil. I've got the Dancing Phil um label on my beer fridge, which means it was a fucking dancer of a beer. Um, if it's on the beer fridge, it's a it's a good beer. Which means that um, rebrew it anytime soon would be lovely. Uh, oh, oh, another question from a, a listener. Um, right. Any plans to uh, rebrew Ooft? We just rebrewed it like five weeks ago, maybe? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking the questions. Fucking... Um, wait, it, oh, it's, it's, is this it's, how you uh, pull them out for a listener? Is this so you can blame somebody else? Is yep, 100%. And they're shite. 100%. <laughs> Uh, we, we literally we, we rebrewed Ooft like two weeks ago was it now three weeks ago it, 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 was, it was packaged recently maybe four weeks or five weeks ago uh, I we think I've, I've been bammed up I've been bammed up they're heavy we've, we've recently re-released uh, All or Nothing uh, Chavkas and Ooft and they've, they've, I think they've all sold it in the week that we've, we've packaged them right. um, Belko you're and, a prick by the way your <laughs> fault <laughs> 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 we've got we've got plug and explosions Plot, and good beer. Uh, stratospheric, I think it's called stratosphere, coming back and deeper form. Stratosphere's gonna get changed up a little bit. I think they're gonna lighten the the the, the colour on it. But I uh, we're planning on rebrewing all the beers that we've we've released in the last two years that people have really really liked and and they've requested. We're gonna rebrew most of them. But we're gonna filter in some new stuff as well. 
Superb, superb. Um, James, anything else you want to mention before we leave you this evening and before we take too much of your time? No. Um, Perfect. Great, because yeah. I can do, I can do them, but it's fine. Don't worry. Don't you worry. I've got I've got Overton covered. Uh, unpaid fucking volunteer right here. Uh, if you want to grab some some of the beers, by all means, go to overtonbrewing.com. Grab yourself, um, like I said, the summer session pack, 12 cans. Includes a selection of beers uh, between 3.5 and 5.5%, only £40. And if you spend over £45, you can get free delivery. Why do you not want free, de- free delivery? Just add extra shit and get free free delivery. The best thing. Free delivery and you'll get a free fucking glass from Overtone. Superb. Uh, Overtonebrewing.com. Uh, make sure you head over to the social media pages as well and like, follow and share all Overtone's content. You can check out James and the whole gang on Overtone as well. If you just, Literally, if you put an Overtone, they all turn up. Every single one of them are there. So um, make sure you follow and subscribe to all those guys as well. While you're at it, search for the Beer Fridge Podcast, like, follow and share. As always, we are sponsored by thisweekincraft.beer. Head to thisweekincraft.beer, send us the free weekly newsletter, get all the craft beer news from your favourite breweries and the all-important new beer list as well. Thisweekincraft.beer. And show your support for the podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Get exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well. This week in craft.beer and patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. If you fancy it, give us a wee five-star review. Help us out as well. As always, my name's Gavin. I've got Scotty, Callum and MD. James, absolute pleasure. Um, as always, Overtone Brewing. Um, you Thank know, you for having us. You know where I stand. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Every single day. You're, you're a convert. I think this, this episode has finally got you over Every the line, single. basically. Bye. We were, we were a bit worried. We, we, were, we weren't sure if you were a fan. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. The poster was about to get burned, to be fair. So I'll, I'll save it. Sure. Cool. I'll save it. Um, as always in the Beer Fish podcast, real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Check out the full podcast and, of course, the approval every fortnight on a Friday. <sighs> Until next time. Good night. Good night. Beer Fish podcast.